Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Welcome to this week's Man of the Post Extra Time. I'm your host, Chris. Uh, with me this week, I have got Adam. Hello. How are we? I'm good. How are you? Grand, thank How's you. Your... And I'm. How's your what? Been? We, never ask... week, uh... we never ask you questions. And then in about oh, right. minutes, it's just... I'm just going to be abusing you from then on, so I may as well start. <laughs> <laughs> are you genuinely asking, or are you just asking what ask... people be? How... Oh, okay. My week was fine till about five o'clock when someone uh, rang me wanting an urgent piece of work done for Monday lunchtime because they hadn't read an email uh, I sent them ten days ago. Ah, uh, I know. What is wrong with people? Exactly, exactly. I just didn't know if you wanted me to actually tell you or whether you were just being conventionally polite. No, I'm interested. Right, let me lie in a chair, lie back. <laughs> uh, Emma, how are you? I'm good, thanks. I'm not going to ask you how you are because, you, you know, you just did. And I'm rude, so. <laughs> How's your week been? Uh, yeah, full of pain and suffering. Oh. The knee or sort of like existential pain and suffering? <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, just the knee. No, not, nothing existential. Okay. Yet. Yeah, there's always time with the next hour and a half of me, Adam. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, right, so we're going to be talking about the... Companies that has been, has been described as paper before. So. <laughs> yeah, I think I'm on my, about my sort of sixth bunch of hosts since I started this in 2014, so there's probably a message there somewhere. <laughs> uh, okay, so um, it was the EFL this week. Uh, there is Premier League games this weekend, some games happened in Europe, and other bits and bobs of news. But first of all, uh, I am going to refer to a Copper 90 tweet. Uh, that came out yesterday, because yesterday, of course, been Halloween, recording this on Friday, uh, and they wanted you to build your Frankenstein footballer. So they've asked your uh, best players to sort of left foot, right foot, finishing brain, vision, strength, speed, passing, dribbling, heading, and tricks. So myself, Adam, and Emma have uh, gone through that and come up with a list. So I'm going to read a part of the body out, and then we're going to read our answers out, guys. Are you ready? Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, left foot, I went John Barnes. Okay. Okay. Uh- I went messy. So did I. Okay, I saved my back. I went one player per so did part I. of the body. Okay, so, so did I. Yeah, right. I had to stop myself from saying messy for everything. <laughs> which, would have been, which is the correct answer. Though. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, right foot, I went David Beckham. So did I. Okay. I said Maradona. Uh, okay. Uh, finishing, I said Garanica. Um, finishing. Who did I go for? Come back to me on finishing. I'm trying to remember who I went for for finishing. Not but written down I, in front said, of I said Ronaldo. Brazilian Ronaldo. Brazilian Ronaldo. Horrible Ronaldo. That's who I had as well. Brazilian Ronaldo. Brazilian Ronaldo. All right. Uh, brain, I went Messi. I said Xavi. 
Teddy Sheringham. Mm. He's worth a yard of pace, so I'm already... Yeah, no, that's true. Of course, an anagram of his name is He'd Shag Dirty Men. (laughs) That's just a bonus. Yeah. Uh, Vision of it for Zidane. That's a good Uh, one. Chabby? I said Iniesta. Oh, uh, can I? That's the right answer, isn't it? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Strength, I went Brazilian Ronaldo. I said Carlos Puyol. Uh, I want I want, I want Rakan because look at him. Well, I suppose so. Carlos Puyol for strength. Yeah, strength well, because he was a great leader. Oh right, I was, I was thinking as physical. well as being physically strong. Carlos well. Puyol. Yeah. Are we thinking of the same one? <laughs> yes, we are. <laughs> okay, all right. <laughs> uh, speed. I went Dennis Romadol. I nearly went Usain Bolt, but you know because of course he played a couple of games. Uh, I went for Mbappe. All right. I said uh, Kanijia. Oh, yes. Uh, passing on with Xavi. Paul Scholes. See, I wanted to say Xavi, but, you know, there's arbitrary rules about not <laughs> saying the same person. So I said uh, Juan Roman Wikalme. Oh, lovely. When you said arbitrary rules, then, did you have your arms folded in a big harumph? <laughs> I did, yeah. <laughs> uh, dribbling on with Maradona. Uh, Hazard. Oh, I said Cruyff. Uh, Heading, I went Oliver Bierhoff. Duncan Ferguson. Oh, yeah. Uh, what did I say? Oh, I said Patrick Clivert. I don't know if I Was he a big header? Do they have to have played yeah. Barcelona? Was that in the rules? <laughs> <laughs> it's a bonus. <laughs> well, you like my tricks then. I went for Ronaldinho. So did I. No, I <laughs> What did you do, Emma? Uh, I say Ronaldinho. Hmm. There's no other answer, is there? I don't know. Ross's curl on was quite good, but that was really that was kind of like trick, not tricks. It didn't have a no S on it. His trick. Yeah. It's pretty good trick. It's not bad. I like to use Lee Chapman for headers. <laughs> uh, obviously, just me then. Um, okay, so right, what we're going to do now? We're going to talk through the. Um, EFL trophy this week, so uh, what have we got? Well, um, after the bonanza in midweek, there's only one place to start. Uh, Oxford won, Sunderland won, Adam. Um, Oxford winning 14 penalties. Just get, if it doesn't rain, it pours for Sunderland, right? Yeah, exactly. No, I'm only pulling your leg. Um, Liverpool 5, Arsenal 5. Um, Liverpool win 5-4 on penalties. I did steal a Duncan Alexander tweet, which I forgot to write down. There's only about three times that the actual score of a match has been higher than the penalty shootout. Um, one was the Champions League final of 2005 which um, who won Adam? can't remember <laughs> it's not important uh, and there's another game as well I can't remember um, okay so uh, Callagher in goal saved a Danny Ceballos penalty uh, and Curtis Jones took the winning penalty um, after he swapped places with Divock Origi my baby uh, Arsenal led 1-3, 2-4 and 4-5 in this game and conspired to lose. Um, people on Arsenal Fan TV, Adam, weren't very happy. Were they right to be? Not happy. I mean, if they haven't learned by now that their team is mentally weak, then I don't know what they were hoping for. Um, also, it is still just the League Cup. I was going like, to say, is it a free hit? Yeah. 
the average age of the the average age of the team was like sixteen, right? It's only because it's it helps that it kind of corresponded with half term. This <laughs> <laughs> sort of sort of double the average age of that team, did it? Exactly, right? Yeah. Um. Yeah, they were very upset afterwards. Uh, talking about Rob Holding not playing very well. Uh, they said that um, Martinelli and Urza were the only ones. Or this is what Mr. DT said. Uh, Martinelli and Urza were the only ones that sort of came out of the game with any credit at all. If they're going to get annoyed about Arsenal defenders not playing very well, it's going to be a lo- like a long. It must have <laughs> been a long season for them. I don't know. It's not like this is some sort of like shock, def- shock result, right? <laughs> um, Emma. Mm-hmm. Mesut Ozil's assist. Did you see that? I did. Yeah, I saw the highlights. Um, he should. He should play at the weekend, shouldn't he? Hey, well, I think Emery said that he's going to play some part this weekend. I don't know if that means he's going to start or whether he's going to come on the bench. But oh god, you have to start him. It's just ridiculous not doing it. Or he's just maybe he's just going to be there for like morale purposes. He's just going to. He's going to be allowed in the stadium for a change. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe he'll play and it'll be like. Normal Urza, where it would just sort of be rubbish for about 55 minutes and be subbed off or something. I mean, yeah, that would be peak Arsenal, wouldn't it? Everyone will complain that he didn't run around and then the stats will show that actually he ran quite a lot. The same people on Arsenal Fan TV that were crying for out for him last week will be destroying him come sort of quarter to five on Saturday. Yeah. I did see Emery say that um, Xhaka is not going to play. Yes. I was going to talk is, about that. Has that, that been confirmed? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, they're all fucking. Oh. If you could keep your powder dry on that one for about five minutes, it would come yeah. to granite jacket. <laughs> feel like I may have made my feelings known already. Or with a sort of sigh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, so great goals from uh, Joe Willock and the Ox. They're pretty good, weren't they, Adam? The, the Ox and Chamberlain one was alright, I'll give you that. What's the other one? Just smashing it from far out and closing your eyes while you hit it. I'm not getting too excited about good things happening to Liverpool, Chris. Come on. <laughs> no, the Willock one. I'm trying. I'm talking about. Oh, sorry. Um, yeah, no. It, it, it was a it was a fun game, right? From the, according to the YouTube highlights, it was. I mean, Klopp enjoyed it. My only concern for this was Liverpool conceded five with Joe Gomez playing defence, and I'm I'm getting the impression that probably means that Lovren will be starting at the weekend against Villa. That's what you want, yeah. Um, <laughs> it really isn't. <laughs> I, wasn't I wasn't too fond of um, Klopp's little hissy fit after the game as well. Oh, this about not playing in the quarterfinal? Yeah. Go on then, why not? Well, he knows what the fixture list was. They know what the fixture list was when they signed up at the beginning. This isn't news to them, right? It's not news, but it is a ridiculous amount of games. I mean, you could literally play your academy children in the game versus Villa and hope you lose. But what? So, but what's the alternative? Well, if, you move, if you move, if if you move it, what? What? So you should um, uh, potentially disrupt Liverpool, um, Aston Villa's season to move it to somewhere else because Liverpool, like, isn't the perk of winning competi- winning things that you end up playing more games? That's not a perk. <laughs> That's the opposite of perk. Is this going to be like that time that Manchester United pulled out of the FA Cup? It was, but they were under pressure by the FA to do that. That wasn't their choice. I don't know why I'm giving them some help. Um, <laughs> <but yeah. laughs> 
but yeah, it was it wasn't their choice um, because they're due to play the quarterfinal either on the seventeenth or eighteenth of December, which is uh, the same day they should be in Qatar playing the World Club Club. So they can't be in the two places at once. But there is a case for saying you play literally all your reserves. There are well, uh, are Liverpool not a well-resourced enough outfit to be able to play? There they yeah. are to play two different teams. I mean, they very literally could be in the two places at once because they made 11 changes for that match on Wednesday. Yeah, but they had... Who did they have? They had Milner, Oxlade-Chamberlain, um, Origi played, Lalana played. changes. Huh? 11 changes. Yeah, but they're all players who feasibly would be in the... Joe Gomez as well. All players that feasibly would be either starting or on the bench in so Qatar. take some other kids to Qatar or wherever it is. Um... Mm? Then we want to win that trophy. I can understand wanting to. I can understand maybe playing some reserves. Um, in the in the in the uh, in the EFL Cup, and then sort of taking your best team out to Qatar. But I imagine that any manager in this this isn't a Klopp thing. Any manager in this situation will be having a moan. I can imagine Alex Ferguson would have had a moan, can't you? No, this is only something Klopp would have done. <laughs> <laughs> you think? Yeah. Nobody else ever. No, <laughs> Jose Mourinho would be welcoming it. Oh, you think? Yeah, he'd be embracing it. <laughs> yeah, of course he the would. The would love it. <laughs> um, okay, so none of you got any sympathy whatsoever for the plight of plucky old Liverpool. No. No. no? Okay. Um, then, okay. Next up, Liverpool. Uh, oh, it's the last time Liverpool conceded five games at home. Do you know anyone know when this was? I'm guessing that silence is a no. Oh, it cut out for me. But I'm oh. guessing the answer is when was the last time Liverpool conceded five goals at home? Yeah. Um... Was it against Arsenal? It was against Arsenal in 2007 in the League Cup. They lost 6-3. Is that when Arshavin scored his four goals? No, that was a League game. That's 2009. Ah. Don't talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> You'll see a grown man cry on this podcast. Okay, so um, coming up at the weekend, then Liverpool are uh, home to Aston Villa. Um, oh, wait, sorry, way to Aston Villa, who beat Wolves two one thanks to goals from El Ghazi and El Mahamedi in the in the League, League Cup this week. Um, some wag on another podcast I listened to suggested could they feasibly use this as a double header. Whoever wins gets to go through in the cup as well. Exactly, and then Clock can shut his noise. <laughs> <laughs> You're not happy with him, are you? No. Fair enough. You're just jealous. That's what it is. That's what it is. That's what happens here, not heroes, but people you admire disappoint you and go and do things like become a Liverpool manager. <laughs> things like <laughs> Oh, right, so this is Dortmund who'd... Oh! <laughs> if it was, this was Dortmund, it would be one of the biggest tragedies that the sort of football, football administration has done to, to plucky <laughs> Dortmund. You've got to declare some sort of interest here. He'd, Bob would be courageous in his, in his sort of bravery and <laughs> taking the fight to the... fighting for the, for the moral good. Standing up for the man. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, okay, right, so uh, while Klopp sort of dusts himself down for that battle of the evil suits, they have got Villa um, away. Uh, they have won 13 at Villa Park in the Premier League. That is the most they've uh, won at an away ground in the Premier League era. Um, and Klopp is unbeaten in his last 24 Premier League games against an English manager. 
who can see an upset here? No one. Yeah, no. No? No. I'm not sure how much of a doubt Salah is for this game, because he, well, did he go for the weekend? I think he did, didn't he? Oh, well, don't say that. He's captain of my fantasy team. <laughs> oh, is he? He's captain of mine, actually. <laughs> I, I was told this week, actually, if you bin him off uh, Sadio Mane, they play in the same position, plus Mane's a million pound cheaper. Oh. Yeah. And he's fit, right? And he, yeah, he's fit, yes. He's hmm. fit and healthy. Yeah. Interesting. There's still time. Yes, I was thinking of doing this. I keep reminding myself to do it and then forgetting it, and I keep reminding myself about six hours later, so I should actually sort of sort of do it. Uh, so you're both going for a Liverpool win in this one? Unfortunately. Sorry, you broke out the start. Fortunately? <laughs> yes, yes, yes. <laughs> uh, Arsenal are home to Wolves uh, in the Emmanuel Frimpong derby. Um, Arsenal are beaten on a Saturday at three o'clock in the afternoon since the opening day of the 13-14 season. Um, they've won 20 and drawn two in that time. Uh, but Wolves have scored in each of their last nine Premier League games. After last week's draw against Crystal Palace, this isn't a, a gimme at all, is it? I don't think anything's a gimme against Arsenal, is it? No, or PSG. This seems as Dijon have just scored against them. Have they? Yeah. Um, um, I still think Arsenal will win. I don't... I, I don't yeah, I, I still think Arsenal will win, even though they're, you know, terrible, really. Do you think even though Wolves are on this sort of upward trajectory recently? Uh, are they though? I mean, they've drawn a lot of games. I mean, Arsenal rubbish as well. Genuinely rubbish. Arsenal are rubbish. Are they? They've got two good. They've got two good players. Ooh, just mm. two. Just two. I'm assuming you're saying Aubameyang and Lacazette. Yeah. Uh, Guendouzi, Torreira. Torreira doesn't play. Guendouzi runs around a lot, but spent, but. He can, he can be really good, but in the games he's really good. He's still rubbish for 45 minutes of it, at least. <laughs> they've, they've got Bellerin, who's good. Who doesn't get to play. So they, he they've doesn't, got, does they've he? Got, they've got good players who are coming back, like Bellerin and Turin, mm-hmm. can be good. But at the moment, they've got two good players. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, Arsenal scored in their last 23 home Premier League games, but only one clean sheet and seven in that time. Is that how anyone's thinking? No, because, like I said, the, the good players have the defenders. I'm not surprised by that stat. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I think Wolves will score, but I still think Arsenal will win, ultimately. Uh, okay, right. So, uh, Granite Jacker. Farrant Jacker, Farrant Jacker, Donny Vu. Right. <laughs> okay, he has released a statement. So, uh, for anyone living under a rock, he, he was substituted the other day uh, through his captain's armband. On the floor, took his shirt off as he walked down the tunnel, did his sort of Hulk Hogan Told the Arsenal to go fuck themselves. Yeah. Uh, Mr. DT on Arsenal Fan TV says he shouldn't be um, captain of Arsenal ever again. Um, he has released a statement as uh, Granite Xhaka saying that it sort of all came to a head after months of abuse uh, he's been receiving from Arsenal fans about his family. Um, and he said, you know, I was just. The heat of the moment. He did it's quite a cleverly worded statement. I don't know if either of you two have read it. it he apologised for his just... own behaviour, but doesn't quite let the Arsenal fans off the hook either by saying. Well, of course he shouldn't. Arsenal fans are bang out of order. Okay, good. For a brief moment, I thought you were going to go the other way. No. <laughs> how could I? How a fan base that's famous for not making any noise <laughs> can only choose to do it directed that their own players discussed is, is fucking outrageous. 
Ever do you um, care or you got the white hankies out? He's he's not very good though, is he? But that's irrelevant. It's irrelevant. <laughs> it's exactly right. Like he hasn't done anything wrong. Like you... Well, that's not true. He's not played to the best of his ability. Well, that's fine, but there's a lot of players that you should boo off that pitch then if you're an Arsenal fan. Oh, yeah, and they, there's more than enough blame to go around there. And Gary Jacker did not sit there and ask to be Arsenal captain. He was made Arsenal captain by the manager, who takes apparently takes no responsibility in this at all. He wasn't even Just sits there going, well, we shouldn't have done that. Like, he, he wasn't even made captain by the manager. They voted on it. The players voted him captain. Okay, but okay, make, because the manager then bottled making a decision and put let the players take the responsibility. Mm, pretty much. Has anyone seen yeah. the footage of Aubameyang sat in traffic this week? Yes. No. Okay, so he was sat in traffic in some weird, shiny sports car. That was a mental colour of his car, wasn't it? Um, I mean, nothing about his personality suggests to me that he wasn't going to be driving a car. Like that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, I, you know, he's... he's car's probably worth more than my house to be fair um so he was sat in traffic and some eagle-eyed arsenal fans because i think he got blacked out windows and it was dark uh sort of spotted him and filmed themselves abusing him through his car i mean they literally walked out in the middle of the road and started abusing him. i thought he was parked up but he was just sat in traffic like wasn't he his license plate probably says like p p nine yeah. Wait, so they were abusing Aubameyang, their best player? Yeah. No, so, okay, so, see, see, this logic doesn't even go beyond just, oh, he's Garen Jacker, he's not very good. <laughs> <laughs> oh, see, I didn't know that. I didn't know that that had happened. So that's, that's, that's fucking insane. This, yeah. Emma, this is entitlement beyond Barcelona fans on the internet. <laughs> Oh, I don't think anybody's as bad as them. Well, they're, they're giving Arsenal fans a run for uh, Barcelona fans a run for their money. <laughs> I mean, literally, their best player is being abused in the street, and he's not even That's like slightly crazy. their best player. He is by far and away their best player. Yeah. These are your neighbours. Wow. You should go out and say something. Look what happens if you say something. <laughs> <laughs> you should go after tomorrow's game. You should go down and find Claude with his microphone and stick up for these people. Oh, I wouldn't be seen anywhere near those, that bunch of tosses. <laughs> Are you talking about the Arsenal players? or <laughs> That would be hilarious. Uh, if I saw you on YouTube one afternoon defending these players. <laughs> Imagine. I'll, I'll, borrow my, I'll borrow my friend's hat so I can look like an Arsenal fan and blend in. I've been a season ticket holder for 32 years. My dad used to take them to the North Bank. I just sit there and st- stop and just turn around going, you're a tosser, you're a tosser. You're a... <laughs> do it, do yes, it. Yes, and then you walk off and then as you sort of do your mic drop and walk away, drop you sort of lift off. your jumper up to see, reveal your Tony Hibbert t-shirt underneath. <laughs> that would be You've got to do it. Yes. Do it, do it. <laughs> <laughs> It's difficult though. Whenever I go to the Emirates, my my um my friend generally won't let us go anywhere near them in case he, he doesn't want to even end up in the background of one of their videos. So I'm not even allowed to go and watch as a sort of like a like a rubbernecker from for a <laughs> spectacle. We're not allowed near them. He's just like no, no, no. Are they in the same spot every week? So you sort of. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. 
Fair enough. Right, okay, we'll move on to uh, Chelsea versus Manchester United. So Chelsea won Manchester United 2. Two goals from Marcus Rashford, a rather lovely free kick. Um, are we of the opinion that free kicks are kind of cheating though when it comes to great goals? Don't say uh, that. Messi's was great. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> I saw a stat about Messi, Messi about this season, Messi has scored more free kicks than any other team has on their own. <laughs> uh, no, my point is it's a dead ball and no one's allowed within 10 feet of you. Or 10 Must yards of you. Yeah. So penalties don't count either then? Well, penalties are just, just kicking a ball from quite close to the goal. You know that's Marcus Rashford. Didn't he miss what? like two the other day? <laughs> Um, that Marcus Rashford free kick is is got a hint of the uh, a hint of the Roberto Carlos's about it. Yes, he's gonna be trying that for the next decade, isn't he? I don't think he could do that again. <laughs> no, you've been listening to podcasts, haven't you, this week? No, I listen to podcasts every week. So that... <laughs> Are you listening to the same ones I've been listening to? Well, we always listen to the same ones. This happens every week. Uh, okay, all right. Well, I tell you what, I would do. I will give him the benefit of the doubt that it was, even though it's a free kick and it's a lesser goal than normal, it was an extremely good goal, wasn't it? Yeah, keep it and have a chance. Keep it no. and have a chance. <clears throat> um, Manchester United's run since the draw against Liverpool. They've been playing pretty well, haven't they? They've had the win against Norwich. I think they've beaten somebody else, haven't they? And then this game the other day. It's all relative, though, isn't it? Is it? Go on. Well. It's a slight improvement of, you know, beating Norwich. Like, you know, is that is that something to cheer about? Because they should be beating Norwich, shouldn't they? Yeah, they should, but you can only beat who is in front of you, can't you? Mm, I think you're being too kind to them. Do you think? Mm. <laughs> it's not very comfortable as a Liverpool fan. <laughs> <laughs> uh, OK, but yes, it was an extremely good goal, wasn't it? Yeah, it was great. Yeah. Uh, okay. So, uh, oh, Matt, um, Frank Lampard said, "quote unquote," I thought we were the better team. Which they make well as it. We would say that, wouldn't they? Yeah, I suppose he would do. Uh, okay. Well, next up for Manchester United, they are uh, away to Bournemouth in the uh, Russell Beardsmore derby. This is the early game on Saturday. Um, Harry Maguire and Victor Lindelof are both doubts. So we could be seeing Phil Jones and uh, Marcus Rojo in, in defence. No, it's like Fred there or something like Pepwood. Yeah. Do you think? No, I don't. <laughs> that would be great. <laughs> is Eric Bay not fit? Is he alive still? Has he disappeared? Oh, I forgot about him, yeah. You're right. <laughs> Who knows? Yeah. Didn't didn't Mourinho send him away? Permanently. Well, he's so to come back what? and Mourinho's gone. So like Siberia? <laughs> <laughs> well, it seems that way. I haven't seen him for ages. Is he even alive? So, meanwhile, Jose forgetting that he also bought him. <laughs> That's convenient. Jose goes, this, this £30 million centre back that I bought is really rubbish. We need to get rid of him. <laughs> I have, please, can I have £30 million to buy a new one? <laughs> uh, 95 Premier League players this season have taken 10 or more shots. Uh, of those players, Callum Wilson has got the highest percentage on target 11 out of 16. He's got 69% on target. Really? Wasn't there some sort of stat about Jamie Vardy? But, like, I think... Well, maybe, maybe it's different. Maybe that's... OK, number of shots. There was a stat about Jamie Vardy before last week's game, which might still be true, but I think every one of Jamie Vardy's shots on target had gone in. Maybe he's not having more than 10. I don't know. Yeah, uh, who knows? He's, must, yeah. Well, he's got three goals in one game, thanks to Southampton, so he must be coming far off 10. <laughs> I suppose. <laughs> uh, well, that's the on my secret website that I steal things from. 
Bournemouth hadn't scored in three league games, that, however. So Callum Wilson can't be doing much shooting. I mean, Bournemouth will do this to you. They do. They're very streaky as a team, aren't they? Yeah, they'll let you down. So this is like sort of their annual, it gets to sort of autumn and the clocks have gone back slump, isn't it? It's, it's a... It's a they, they, they do have a habit of going full on Alan Kerbishley. Yeah. And sort of like, oh, let's just get points now and then we can just sleep. Yeah. Emma? Uh, yeah, they go into hibernation a little bit, don't they? Will they be continuing that hibernation this weekend, do you reckon? Uh, no, I think it'll be a draw. Oh, okay. What, a sort of high-scoring one? or? No, of course oh. not. Oh. <laughs> what did you just say, Chris? They didn't No goals in three games. That's you right. were like, scoring draw. Well, I'm not surprised. She surprised me by saying it, so it sort of caught oh. me on the hot. <laughs> Why, you said that, five um, draws, okay? you said that Rocco might play. That's true. Josh... And Phil Jones, so that screams goal for Bournemouth. Yeah, so. Josh King versus those two, and Callum Wilson yeah. against those two. Uh, okay, and uh, Watford are at home to Chelsea. Uh, if Watford don't win, they'll be winless in their first 11 games, which will be the worst start since uh, QPR made an identical start in the 12-13 season where they got hopelessly relegated. Um, and Chelsea have won 16 out of their last 20 games against teams starting the day at the bottom of the table. So this is a, a gimme, isn't it? Watford also rubbish. Hmm? Watford, rubbish. <laughs> Watford also rubbish, yeah. Yeah. yeah, they're worse than Arsenal. Yeah, there are, there are degrees of rubbish. <laughs> and it seems to be my start rubbish quite high, so it gets really bad. <laughs> yeah, really well, they, bad. They did okay a couple of weeks ago, didn't they, against Spurs? They were unlucky not to get their first win there. I still have a feeling you can get at this um, Chelsea defence if uh, Delefeu has one of those days that he really fancies it. He, I, he doesn't have a lot of those days, though. Mm. We've talked about this. <laughs> Sorry, Adam. <laughs> um, that's put me off now. That's really <laughs> All right, uh, I'll give you another one. Kapui or you know someone like that. The core. But I, the stats were suggested. You suggest that, but I hasn't haven't Chelsea been quite um, rigid at the back in the last couple of games? Like this sort of defensive fragility seems to have disappeared a little bit, but it hasn't. Uh, hasn't been at the expense of scoring goals. So, if I was Chelsea, I'd be feeling pretty good about that right now, which is upsetting. <laughs> you never want, do you? No. No, okay. Fair enough. So, we're all going to go for a Chelsea win on that one. Yeah. The other, on, um, the other day on Everton Twitter, someone shared a thing where they'd taken a screenshot from the new FIFA game where when you're playing my ultimate team, it has like a, a thing for delete, and it says delete club. And it was like, which club would you would you want to do this for? And there was a, a majority of Everton Twitter decided that as much as, as as bad as Liverpool are, they'd still like to have them around, and they'd rather Chelsea fucked off. And that's Everton Twitter. So uh, yes, but if we did clear off and go away, who would you have to hate? You always need I, an enemy. My favorite my favorite defense was that it, there were too many people. It, 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 too many of the Liverpool fans will become Everton fans and you don't want those Romans supporting us <laughs> well yeah that's true <laughs> uh, ok elsewhere in the Carabao Cup Burton won Leicester 3 Crawley won Colchester 3 uh, as we mentioned Oxford and Sunderland earlier on Everton 2 Watford are we happy with that? 
It's not a defeat, which is a nice, a nice change of pace. Yeah. Okay. And uh, Manchester City three, Southampton one. So uh, as drawn on the Zoe Ball Breakfast Show, um, the quarterfinal draw is Oxford United versus Manchester City, Manchester United versus Colchester, Aston Villa Liverpool, and Everton versus Leicester City. Happy with the draw? Well, it's a draw. I don't, don't have to be happy. It's just luck. Yeah, but you can be happy at your turn of luck, can't you? Sure. Okay. Yeah. People well, you, must, a... you must have an opinion on the draw. <laughs> Are you relieved you didn't get one team happy you got this one or upset or? Uh, it could be worse. Could it? Well, yeah, you got to beat him, haven't you? Just play. Just turn <laughs> up and play. He's got a point. Yeah. I also, I also was a bit surprised by people complaining about, like, not. People are, like, making fun of the fact it was on the Radio 2 Breakfast show. Now, considering they have once made this draw outside of Morrison's, <laughs> and I think at one point had a plan to try and do it in one of those zero gravity spaceship version of <laughs> they're gonna do it on, on, Yeah, they're going to go to the space station, won't they? Like, the most popular radio show in the country is probably not the worst place to have done it. No, that's true. It gets, it gets the highest ratings. Why wouldn't you do it when lots of people can hear it and bring attention to it? David James didn't drop any of the balls. Oh, good for him. Yeah, and unusual. And, and, they, got new promote, and they got to promote Strictly Come Dancing. It's win, win, win. <laughs> yes, exactly. I thought she should have gone last week. I don't want Strictly Come Dancing. Oh, come on, don't you? No, of course not, because I'm not 45. Well, neither am I, but I watch... <laughs> Cheeky fucker. <laughs> All right, I'm going to pretend that I only watch it because it's my children like watching it. <laughs> not true. <laughs> <laughs> okay, bits and bobs and My mum and my grandma have conversations about Strictly Come Dancing, so... <laughs> <laughs> right, you could c- c- come around my parents' house. You'd fit right in. Yeah, yeah. Oh, fair enough. I do that. Can I have? Well, I normally watch it. I tell you what, this is my saving grace. I normally watch it while having Premier Sports on as well on my phone. That maybe just makes you a bit of a menace to other people trying to watch. <laughs> Obviously, I'm not sure if that's worse actually. Well, fair enough. You sound commit, like commit to it. Yeah, well, I suppose you're right. I suppose I should do. I'm not sure if I've got a favourite person this year, though. Pardon? I'm not sure if I've got a favourite contestant uh, this year. Uh, I see what you mean, right. Uh, I know. It's like watching ta- like Taskmaster and not having a favourite. But I, I, always have, I always have a favourite in Taskmaster. I'm, I miss the Taskmaster bust, I'm afraid. Uh, but you've got on the Strictly Come Dancing one. Yeah. Well done. <laughs> <laughs> I'll die on that hill. Uh, okay, bits and bobs of news. Uh, Richard Keogh has been sacked by Derby County for his involvement in uh, the crash, uh, the infamous crash a couple of weeks ago, um, where he was a passenger, no less, uh, involved in an accident with two other players who have been found guilty in a court of law who have kept their jobs. Um, if you read a little bit into this, the Derby County statement, I think get the, I got the impression from that that um, they expected more of him because he was club captain and he was offered a, a further contract on reduced wages, um, which he declined. But now he's a man who's out injured for 15 months without a contract as well. Uh, he's not in a great position. I think he's consulting legal advice as well. 
Um, anyone want to talk about this or got an opinion on this? Why haven't the others been sacked as well? Because they're they're not value. <laughs> yeah, they got younger and got sell-on value. Ah, their statement uh, is so full of flaws because they talk about being sort of zero tolerance to this sort of thing. And the statement is the most bizarre thing ever, considering that whoever wrote that statement must have just looked around, around for a second and gone, guys, seriously, but there's just you, we know there was three of them and he wasn't even driving. <laughs> but, yeah. Um, I think I've had a lot of people and a lot of hot takes on podcasts and things, and everyone has pretty much had the same opinion. And it's the opinion that Ross came up with about 30 seconds after this news broke in our WhatsApp chat, which was uh, principled enough to get rid of the guy on big wages who's not going to be any use to them, not principled enough to get rid of the younger players with, who with sell on value who are an asset to the club. Yeah, it is so transparently see-through. It's a real... And how they can sort of think they've got away with it is just a nonsense. It's almost worse than doing nothing, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's probably much worse than doing nothing. I mean, if I was his lawyer, I'd be rubbing my hands together with absolute glee at this. He must, like you said, he must be... He must have taken legal advice to know to have turned down the the uh, reduced wages because if you think about it if I don't I don't know how much he's on but if he's on 30 grand a week and they came back and offered him 10 uh, he's going to like you said he's going to be out for a year or whatever um, 10 grand a week for a year when you're not doing anything is better than nothing mm. the alternative is going to be nothing because he's not going to no one's going to sign him between now and when he gets fit um, and pay him 10 grand a week mm. Why would you pay him ten grand a week to do nothing? So he must be pretty confident that he has a a strong legal case for some sort of wrongful dismissal because otherwise you you would uh, take the best deal you had, right? Well, yeah, of course. I mean, that's my that's my thinking about it as well. He must have a strong feeling in his gut that he's going to get back a lot of this thirty grand a week um, that he's thought I'm going to sort of play ball with it or not play ball. Uh, I'm going to play hardball with them. He's literally not playing ball. No, literally. That's the opposite of what he can do. All the things he can do, playing ball is not one of them. 34. How old is he? Is he going to actually have any chance of a good comeback or career after this injury? No, he's 34. Right, yeah, then I hope he wins. Mm. I mean, I'm not sure I hope he wins that much. (laughs) Well, you know, it's not fair, is it? There's there's no good guys in this story. (laughs) There is no. Everybody's a bad guy. Nathan Jones has been sacked by Stoke after nine months. He won six out of 38 games uh, and left them 23rd in the table. Um, Diego Maradona, coach of bottom table, or bottom side uh, of the Argentinian league. Uh, ready for this, Emma? Mm-hmm. Uh, gymnasia. <laughs> Very good. Si, si. Osa besa, por favor. <laughs> Uh, I'm guessing uh, that's Spanish for gymnasium. Yeah. There you go. Uh, <laughs> they, <Well> beat, <laughs> they beat his old club, um, title chasing News Old Boys 4 0. Uh, he watched the game from a throne, which he later signed um, because he was sort of there as some sort of guest as honour as well as the sort of opposite coach. Um, are you aware of former Boca Juniors goalkeeper Hugo Botti? Botti? That's got to be made up surname, surely. Uh, Hugo Botti. 
No. Okay, uh, he's a former Boca Juniors goalkeeper. Um, he has said that to prove he's the best player ever, Lionel Messi has to move to Real Madrid. Quote, unquote, he has to have the balls to go to Real Madrid and prove everything. Otherwise, he would just be one more player. So, switching from, <laughs> from one team in Spain to another team in Spain will prove everything. Don't. Don't, okay, sure. just don't, don't indulge this. <laughs> sure. Stay away from the body. Yes, very much so. Uh, James Milder nearly said he signed for do, 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 instead of Leeds United, but a trial was called off because of the snow. Um, Adam. Signed for who? Sorry, you just went duh, duh, duh. Exactly. That was like my <laughs> big reveal. Oh. Okay, who did he nearly sign for instead of Leeds United? Um, I'm asking you for a reason. Oh, Everton then. Yeah. Uh. Would you take him? With your, would he be one of your own? Yeah, sure. Yeah, why not? Till he joined yeah. Newcastle <laughs> at a later date. Um, you know the story about Eric Cantona have uh, and why he joined Leeds United as well, don't you? That was also because of snow. No. So he was on trial at Sheffield Wednesday, um, who were managed by Trevor Francis. And uh, he was due to have a trial in the game outdoors, but due to that heavy snowfall, because it's up north, um, basically they had to play the trial game indoors, uh, which they did, and he did all right. And Trevor Francis said, that's great, but could you come back tomorrow when the snow's melted and we'll play outdoors? Eric Cantona said, yeah, sure, no problem, and got in the car and drove straight to Leeds. Good story. Oh, yeah, very interesting. <laughs> Not quite the reaction I was expecting. Sorry. Thank you, thank you, thank you. <laughs> uh, in the MLS, uh, Atalanta somehow conspired to lose 2-1 to it's Toronto. Just MLS. Huh? There's no, there's no, it's oh. just MLS, there's no definitive article. Oh, right, OK. I suppose there's no H in Atletico. <laughs> Uh, Atalanta conspired to lose 2-1 at home to Toronto. Uh, they took the lead and... Wait, Joe... did you say Atalanta? At... Oh, I did, didn't I? God damn it. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's just Atlanta. It is Atlanta, you're right. <laughs> Atlanta. Right, once more. <laughs> <feeling. laughs> <It's a> shambles. <laughs> Atlanta conspired to lose 2-1 at home to FC Toronto, uh, which is, of course, Sonia's team on the Unusual Efforts F-Pod. Um, they took the lead, and Joseph Martinez, uh, after I praised him so much last week, uh, missed a penalty, and Toronto came back, and with a bit of help from some terrible, uh, was on Michael Bradley play, uh, they won 2-1. Uh, they will play in the MLS Cup against Seattle Sounders, who beat the all-conquering LAFC 3-1. Um, also, again, away. Uh, the MLS Cup will be played them between Seattle and Toronto. Anyone got any interest in that whatsoever? Well, taking. it's definitely a game of football which is going to be played. <laughs> Just you wait till the um, Oceania Champions League comes back in a couple of weeks. Ooh. Yeah. I have to pick a team. Yes, you will. Uh, well, basically, if you don't remember, but there were two New Caledonian teams in the final last year. New Caledonia? Yeah. Is that, new... Hmm? Is that near New Zealand? No, it's like, I, know, I know a New Caledonia. It's, it's to the... Northeast of Australia, ah. or to the east of Australia, just off, about off Queensland, then right of it. I know where ah. this is. I got a U for geography A level. <laughs> and you have a map right above your head. I have. Yeah, a map you do right live in a. <laughs> 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 
My prison plan is up, as you said. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, so let's talk about some uh, European leagues coming up this weekend. Uh, okay, so... Um, in Spain, Real Madrid and Barcelona uh, decided they could be bothered to play a game of football this week. What happened, Emma? Uh, it was postponed because um, there was rioting. So. Yeah, exactly. Bloody donkey bodies rioting everywhere. Uh, yeah. No, go on. I was, no, was going to say um, you played in midweek, didn't you? Oh, we did. Yeah, we won 5-1. In, in all seriousness, in a league, in, in a country where you normally have like three hundred away fans, why postpone the game? Uh, yeah, well, they, they, I don't think they really needed to in the end because Espanyol played at home and that was perfectly fine. So, so the the real is the real reason not because they didn't want big sort of independence uh, demonstrations in the in the stadium while the game's going on. That is exactly the reason. Yes. Yeah. Well, our very own man of the post, man at the grounds, uh, Greg Kitchen, was at the Barcelona game Wednesday. He said they took down a, um, a independence banner just for kickoff. Yeah, we're not allowed to do it, apparently. Are you not? Mm. But the ultras always do it, right? They always they wear. They do, but they always get able to take them down. God, that must be a pain in the ass for everyone's got to carry those flags in and out every week. <laughs> <laughs> what a forlorn task that is, knowing they'd be told to take it down. Do they still do it, though? Yeah? Yep. Nutcases. Um, but yeah, we, we, we played <clears throat> Valladolid and we won 5-1. And we were, uh, I want to say, <laughs> 5-1 sounds like we were great, but we weren't really. Messi was, though. He was amazing. If I, I watched this and I, I reckon I'd give you three and a half stars out of five, I reckon, for that. Yeah, it was it was pretty average. When it was it was middling. It wasn't, it wasn't anything to write home about, apart from Messi. No. Um, I did feel for Ansu Fati, who didn't play brilliantly, did he? he no. Right. I'm starting to think that these Sometimes. these Barcelona fans I've talked about on the internet are also in the ground, it sounds like, as well. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we only won a little bit. It was only like three and a half stars. We only had to <laughs> never ever on the pitch. Oh, <laughs> why with me? I mean, you have to take into account how, how bad Valladolid are. They're not great. They were pretty poor. I, yeah, I reckon... I mean, they equalised at one point. It looked like they only had one fan in the crowd as well. They probably did. He was going nuts. <laughs> it's a long way from Madrid to Barcelona, you know. Oh, is, that where, is that where it is, is it? Yeah, it's on the outskirts. Okay. Uh, and the following night, Real Madrid won 5-0 against... Uh, crikey, a group of blokes that have never met each other before looking at this. <laughs> Leganes. Yes, by eight minutes it was 2-0. Yes. Wasn't yes, great, it was. It? it was it was rubbish, wasn't it? <laughs> and what happened with Real Betis this week? There's a photo that's sort of doing the rounds of Real Betis scoring. Uh, I think it was was it uh, my man Nabil that scored, uh, and they all yes. ran over to the um, Betis coach and had a great big hug with him. Has he been under pressure? Has he? He has, yeah, because they've they've started the season pretty bad. Um, where were they in the league? Yeah, they're like 16th, I think, 17th. So they've had a pretty rotten start. And people always expect a lot from them, and it's just it's just not happened for them. But yeah, Fakir scored in the 90th minute, I think it was, oh, what a man. to get the winner after Iago Aspas equalised for Vigo. Oh, OK. Two Liverpool legends there. Yeah. OK, uh, so going into this weekend... Um... 
Barcelona top on 20 points, Real Madrid 21, uh, Granada and Atletico Madrid and Seville all on 20 points. So this weekend, Getafe play Granada, uh, Real Madrid play Betis, Seville play Atletico Madrid, that'd be a good game, uh, and Levante... Hmm? Play who? <laughs> Atletico. <laughs> <laughs> Were you waiting for me to say that? <laughs> I didn't quite hear you when you said the league table. I thought you slipped in the in the age again, and I thought I'm waiting for a second opportunity. <laughs> Make sure I'm there. Look. You were yeah, listening you very intently. <laughs> uh, and Levante play Barcelona. So Granada in third place. Was that expected at the start of the season? No, they're only promoted. Oh, okay. Yeah, they they were only promoted this season. They've started amazingly. I I don't know if they'll keep it up for much longer, but. Uh, they've certainly been a surprise, yeah. Excellent, okay. Uh, in Italy, Juventus top on 26 points into 25. Atalanta, um, not to be confused with anybody else. Very good. Well done. <laughs> uh, on 21 points, Roma on 19. So, it's the Turin derby this weekend. Top place Torino take on Juventus. Uh, Bologna play Inter in a Sinisa Mihailovic derby. Um, Atalanta play Calgary. Roma versus Napoli. And quick shout out to Milan in 13th versus Lazio in 5th points. Uh, fifth place, uh, only a point behind Roma on, in 4th. In the Bundesliga, uh, Borussia Mönchengladbach stay top on 19th, then it's Bayern Munich on 18th, Freiburg and Wolfsburg on 17 each. So Leverkusen play Gladbach, uh, Frankfurt play Bayern Munich, Dortmund in 5th place on 16 points versus Wolfsburg, and Werder Bremen play Freiburg. Also a quick shout-out for the first Berlin derby for a huge amount of time this weekend. Union play Hertha. Uh, Union, of course, from the old East Berlin and Hertha from the West Berlin. Um, in France, Dijon playing PSG. PSG currently losing 2-1 to Dijon after uh, 63 minutes. Uh, PSG top on 27 points, Nantes on 19 and Lille on 18. So Bordeaux played Nantes and Marseille played Lille. Um, in the... How long left in the, in the PSG game? Uh, where are we? 63 minutes, so half an hour. Uh, so they, they need to really bring out the spicy mustard and try and win this one, right? Hey! Uh, yes, you're right. Cavani's on the bench as well. So there's a missing bullet header from four yards waiting to happen. <laughs> What's that? You put it over. <laughs> I'm brave when she's not on. Um, um, in the A League, Western Sydney Wanderers top on nine, Melbourne City on seven, Sydney FC on six. France to the A League. This isn't a thing. <laughs> there's not another podcast in the world that does this. That's our USP. I'm going to come back in a minute. I'm going to go get some chocolate. You talk about the A-League. Okay, so Western Sydney Wanderers uh, playing Brisbane Raw, and it's Melbourne Victory versus um, Western United, which, as we remember from last week, is a uh, Melbourne derby, isn't it, Emma? Apparently, you tell me it is. It yeah. is. Well, it's also the best Art Barisha derby. He is um, one of my favourite kind of lunatics, former Victory legend, and I think he's A-League top scorer of all time. Is he? Yeah. Uh, I mean... That doesn't seem like a hotly contested <laughs> <laughs> title. No, fair enough. You know, maybe it is. He um he was born in Kosovo, raised in Germany, played in the Bundesliga for a little bit. Um, he represented Albania at international level um for quite some time and played he's played in the back. I think he's on his third club in the A League. Uh, when um Kosovo got its international recognition, he decided to play for Kosovo, uh, being as he was born there. Um, fell out with the coach after one game and has never played for them since and is now getting Australian citizenship I kind of like that kind of lunatic he is outrageously hot-headed, hot-headed. 
and great it, fun it to appeals watch. to my Latin sensibilities. Yes, he is. Um, he's a fantastic goal scorer, albeit a league level. Uh, but he <laughs> is he is some sort of lunatic that will try and seek a fight anywhere. He's quite famous for having a uh, a tete a tete with Dean Buzanis, former Liverpool goalkeeper Dean Buzanis, um, after Buzanis called him a fucking gypsy. Um, <laughs> yeah, so <laughs> he's not a man you want to upset. So, okay, uh, back to Premier League. Um, where are we then? So, where's my notes gone? So, uh, Saturday we've got Sheffield United versus Burnley. Sheffield United run beaten three. Chris Wood is a doubt for this. He's been um, doing pretty well for Burnley so far this season. Sheffield United's, uh, this is Sheffield United's 10th Premier League match starting on the day in the top half of the table. Six of those games have been this season. They've failed to win any of their previous nine. Adam. Will they break that duck this weekend? What? Say that again? Okay, this is Sheffield Wednesday's 10th Premier League match where the starters... Oh, oh, you mean Sheffield United. What did I say? Wednesday. Oh, no, did I? <laughs> There'll be letters. There'll be... <laughs> they will be. Sorry, Laura. Uh, this is Sheffield United's 10th Premier League match where they started the day in the top half of the table. Six of those games have been this season. Of the previous nine, they failed to win any. So when they beat Arsenal, they weren't already in the top half? No. Well, I see. Yeah. This is a meaningless stat. <laughs> well, it's not meaningless. Yeah, it is. Literally, you don't understand it. It doesn't mean it's meaningless. No, no, no. no. I understand it now. <laughs> uh, okay, are they in such a run where they can break a terrible duck or monkey on their back like this? Yes. Will they? Um, who knows the world is our oyster brilliant <laughs> Emma some analysis please <laughs> I think Sheffield United will win I do okay yes I do I kind of like them they're, they're, they work really hard and you know aren't as shit as they would suggest and Burnley might be a different type of rubbish but especially a boring yeah Burnley are boring rubbish <laughs> Okay. On our degrees of Get Burnley. Oh, really, you genuinely mean this? You think they're sort of rubbish? Yeah, boring and they serve no purpose in the Premier League. They don't. They they don't deserve their place in the Premier League. Is there a group of <laughs> Is there a group of teams in the Premier League that when they go up, they're quite excited to get first, but once they've been there for a couple of years, they have sort of had their day, and you're quite happy to see them replaced by somebody else? Correct, but Burnley were never one of those. Oh. Right. Well, Watford, one of those. Um, Watford might have been one of those. Wigan? Yep, Swansea. Yeah. Um, Norwich, Stoke. one of those. I feel like Brighton might and, be one of those. Yeah. And Stoke will probably... Norwich are one of those, will probably be one of those again. West Brom are always one of those, probably will be again one day. There's a few of them. Okay. Um, Lise Mousset has scored in three out of his last four shots. That he's had. Jamie Vardy esque. Jamie Vardy esque. Okay. Uh, West Ham versus Newcastle and the Paul Kitson Derby. I'm going last time match of the day with this one. West Ham are winless in four. Um, although at home, uh, Andre Yarmolenko has been involved in a goal in three out of his last four games. He's, just, he's a very good player. I do like watching him. And Newcastle still rubbish. They've lost their last three away games. So, yes. Yes. <laughs> but. Lost their last away games, but what about the other games? Because they beat Man United. I, I, I feel like they've turned a little bit of a corner, right? 
yes, I feel that you you're right on that one. Aren't they just below Everton in the league? Oh, that doesn't mean they're not rubbish. <laughs> <laughs> no, I know. I just wanted to point that, that out. That's all. I point out that Brighton are rubbish does not start start in Everton. <laughs> I just thought it was you know worth noting. That's all. Yeah, fair enough. Uh, I'm, yeah, I'm going last time match of the day. I'm going a very low score draw on this one. I still think West Ham are decent, if not being a bit in a bit of poor form. So yeah, I think they'll beat Newcastle. Me too. Yeah, they got Yarmolenko. They have got Sebastian Fowler as well. Who I, I get one. Thiene is one of those players that will score your goals at home, if not away. Yeah, feels um, like a one 0 West Ham win. Yeah, it does, doesn't it? Okay, on Sunday, uh, Crystal Palace versus Leicester in the Steve Claridge Shin Derby. Um, Wilfred Zaha. Palace are another club that can fuck off. So, huh? I've got made abundantly clear. Crystal Palace are another club that can fuck off. So, oh, are they? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Did they beat you recently? Uh, no, they never beat us. No, no. they're just one of those sort of meat potatoes teams that are around and. Yeah, shit ground. No fans. Uh, yeah. Fair enough. <laughs> Uh, Wilfred Zaha scored in his last three for Palace against Leicester, uh, and Jamie Vardy's got nine goals in twenty shots this season. So you're right. No. Um. So, Crystal Palace. Like, what's Crystal Palace's redeeming features? Wilfred Zaha. Luka Milivojevic. If Wilfred Zaha uh, falls <laughs> down the box. Other <laughs> than that, so, so Crystal Palace is. So their redeeming features are Wilfred Zaha and Milivojevic as long as he's um, 12 yards out from goal and has no one more than Yeah. I mean, he can take a good free kick as well. But, yeah. Brilliant. And somehow and they, they're doing quite well. And they have an ego at the beginning of the game, so... Yeah. And somehow they're doing quite well. Uh, Do they still have cheerleaders as well? Of course they do. <laughs> Classy. <laughs> Their league position would suggest that they're doing quite well, but I don't... Is it? Is that a deceiving league position, or...? Ooh, where are they? Oh, they're, they're sick. Bloody hell. Yeah, I didn't mm. realise they were that high. <laughs> yes. Yes, it is. <laughs> <laughs> they got goal difference of minus two. Well, there we go. <laughs> the next team below them with the minus goal difference is West Ham in 10th. Mm. Do they still have Benteke up front? Yes, but I don't think he's been playing. I think he came on last week, and that was his first game for quite some time. Did he score? No. <laughs> I think the three of us are equal with Benteke uh, for goals in the last 18 months or so. <laughs> uh, James Madison has got two goals and two assists away from home this season. I do sometimes wonder which Leicester team is going to turn up away from home, but I've got a feeling I've got a feeling this might be a high-scoring draw, 2-2 or something. Well, Leicester's last away game, they won 9-0, didn't they? Oh, yeah, they did, didn't they? <laughs> <laughs> um, well, so, you know, I hope it's that, Leicester. My barometer for rubbish sort of stops at Leicester because they're generally quite good. Mm. So... I don't want a score draw. I want Leicester to win. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Fair enough. That's, uh, my, de- cool. well, that's my decision and I'm sticking to it. Good lad, you, you stay with that. Uh, Everton versus Spurs in the Nick Lambie derby. Um, this is the first time since 2004 
that these two teams have met starting the day in the bottom half of the table? Yeah. 16th, Adam. It's fine, but we are rubbish. Goal difference of minus six. I heard it was VAR's fault last week, though. (laughs) I mean, it was VAR's fault last week, right? Was Mm -hmm. it? Come on. The the, um, Aaron Connolly thing. He trodden his foot. (sighs) No, but... Right. (laughs) I I can see... I can see that, but... In in the, if you took all of the football up until that point and went with every time that VAR had not overturned a decision or done something, and then it did it for that one, would you not be like, "Ooh, that's a bit out of character"? I would say it's out of character. I wouldn't necessarily say it's not a penalty, though. <sighs> I think you're just unlucky to have the, the first team it's happened to. I think is. I, I just want to rally against something, Chris. All right. Hey. <laughs> I just want to rally against something. <laughs> Fair enough. Marco Silva, the players being shit. Like... The players aren't shit. That's the problem. You've got no, some good players. It's, it's VAR. VAR is keeping you down. <laughs> yeah, we have got some good players. They're being shit, not the shit players. There's a distinction. Yeah, yeah. I think you've, you've definitely got the makings of a top six team. That's the stupid thing about it. Yeah, yeah. There's, on paper, our team is no better than Leicester's team. No. Apart, what, what I would say is I did hear someone, some uh, some commentator talking about it saying that Everton fans sit there and look at um, look at Leicester and say, why can't that be us? And there's a real simple answer to that, and it's Jamie Vardy. Yeah. Not, like, goal scorers don't grow on trees. Yeah. They cost, in, in one football, they cost, what, tens of, upwards of multiple tens of millions of pounds. You've got your manager doesn't play. Who's that? Well, we don't know we've got one. Wow. I don't know who you're referring to, but. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. Busy key, but you're talking about a player who scored, what, seven goals for Juventus? That's not a. In a very short space of time, he was. Yeah, yeah. But lots of. Do you you remember (laughs) Federico Makeda? I was just thinking Federico Makeda. He's not a prolific goal scorer going on for hundreds of millions of pounds. And essentially, Everton have never replaced Lukaku, haven't replaced Lukaku, and that's because you cannot sell a player for upwards of eighty million pounds and get a replacement first time without either having, if you without ha- either having some flops or spending all of that money all over again, hmm. which we didn't do. Simple as that. Okay. Uh, well, Spurs are winless uh, in eleven away games. Yeah, but this game is not an inspiring watch. <laughs> what do you mean by not inspiring? Well, Everton being rubbish, sort of beating West hot and cold between looking really good, beating West Ham, and then doing that against Brighton. But would not losing to Everton uh, be a very Spursy thing to do, and would not beating Spurs be a very Everton thing to do? A very Everton thing to do this season. Yeah, yeah. But I'm just saying, watching Spurs turn up and lay an absolute egg while we put on some sort of performance or change which is not, I, does not have the makings of a, a uh, I need to stop what I'm doing and watch this game right now. Okay. Um, Emma? The thing about Everton which I don't understand is is everything really. No. Um, that Marco Silva stat that he's never won a game which they've gone behind in. 
That's crazy. That's How not that that's not an Everton stat. That's a Marco Silva stat. Yes, that's everybody's well, stat. And by extension, it's an Everton stat yeah, at yeah. the moment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree. What I mean is, it's even worse. It's not just like he's yeah. never. Yeah. Like, how he's how never is that a thing? I, I don't understand how he's still got a job and has band attached to his name. I mean, you support Everton's feeder club. You should be able to sort of give us an insight <laughs> into some of these players. <laughs> Yeah, that Everton's position at the moment is is partly Barcelona's fault. Yeah, I'm sorry. That... You should send Messi over as tenants. Yeah, Send Messi over. He doesn't even do anything. <laughs> he he will score a header in either end. I didn't contemplate <laughs> when I had to when I had to pick best player, a best header for I think at the beginning. I was going to pick Yerry Mina, but only. <laughs> Quickly for the period of June 2018 during the World Cup. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Okay, uh, Brighton versus Norwich. Norwich winning its winless in six. Excuse me. Um, Brighton looking for their third successive home win in the Premier League. Uh, Team Puki has scored 73% of Norwich goals so far this season. That's eight out of 11. Um, I've written problem question mark next because it seems like he's not scored for quite some time, Emma. Yeah, since I put him in my fantasy team. Is that what it is? I think so. I took him out this week, so there's that. <laughs> Good to do me a favour not pick any Liverpool players. Oh, sorry about that. Who have you got? Uh, Alexander, Arnold and Salah. Right. Could you take them out, please? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, Brighton versus Norwich. This last match of the day. Oh, um, when is this game? I'm not sure if this is it's on Saturday. Sunday. Is it? Mm. Okay, you're going for this one last time match of the day. Oh, God, yeah. Brighton versus Norwich. Horrible. Yeah, I yeah okay. I went for the other one, um, West Ham Newcastle. Gone. Well, uh, spit in my hand and sh- uh, spit in my palm and shake your hand with this one then. <laughs> I just, I yeah. So, does anybody else? So nobody else scores goals for Norwich then? If it's not Buki, I don't think so. I mean, Hernandez has got the odd one, hasn't he? The Cuban fella. Um, but I'm not. I How did they do last weekend? Norwich. They, I have no idea. They probably lost. Let's have a look. Oh, they, yeah, that's right. They lost to Manchester United, didn't they? Because oh, of course Cruel they saved two penalties. Yeah, saved two penalties and still let in three goals. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> How does that work? Such a niche thing to happen. <laughs> um, yeah, they they're not. They don't look great at the moment, do they? No, not at all. Uh, okay. Well, last of all is Manchester City versus Southampton. Of course, these met in midweek when City won three one. Uh, this is the top goal scorers versus the top goal conceders this season. Um, so far, I take it this stat is going to continue to run its course after this weekend. I mean, they did concede nine in one game, didn't they? So uh, They did, yes. However... Not that that makes it any better. <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, I feel quite sorry well, for well, him. What I'd like here is like a stat where you could see that like Southampton somehow... Beat Watford 2 0, so they're just as good as Watford, who lost 8 0 to Southampton, who lost 8 0 to Man City. So, <laughs> so the math suggests that Man City are going to win this game like 36 0 or something. Is that like one of those things where you try and work out who currently is the holder of the World Cup? Yeah, <laughs> the unofficial World Cup, that's a thing. You don't have to work yeah. it out. You can just Google it. Let's find out. Go on. You give me your background to this, your analysis of this, and while Adam Googles. Uh, I'm just looking at the league table right now. Uh, oh, okay. well, I'll so give you mine Southampton, Southampton's goal difference is minus 16, which is the same as Watford. <laughs> uh, 
and they didn't concede nine in the game. But yeah, <laughs> there's no way that Manchester City aren't winning like five nil, is there? No, I mean this being the first league game back for Southampton after that drubbing last week. I mean, what do you do if even if you're Ralph Rabbit Hutch? Have you been practicing your defending all Are you are you <laughs> practicing your defending all week, or are you trying to are you trying to sort of get that out of players' memories by sort of yeah. carrying on as normal? I guess if they lose five 0 that is an improvement. Yeah, but it says something with losing 5 0 is an improvement. <laughs> <laughs> That's how low the bar is for them. <clears throat> Adam, any suggestion on this one? Um, uh, Man City, very good at football. Southampton, clearly terrible at football. <laughs> yeah, there's not really an awful lot else you can say, is there? No, I can tell you about Holland, the current unofficial world champions. Oh, nice. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, right, okay, well that brings us to the end of our Premier League roundup. Um, I was going to say anybody got any other business, but I forgot my A-League business. Uh, Zlatan Ibrahimovic could be on his way to Perth glory. Didn't he release some sort of video saying that he was going back to Spain, but oh, it was actually it? an advert for a betting company? I have heard him going back to Spain as a thing. I mean, where would he play in Spain? Presumably not at Barcelona. No, not a chance. He didn't work first time, he's not going to work the second time. Oh, I don't um, know. That's not that. Real Madrid, they're desperate. <laughs> That's like good. I don't like him. <laughs> I don't like him at all. With him. Yeah, I don't like him. I'm not a fan of him. Oh, it's it's shtick is just so unnecessary. It gets just tedious after a while. I mean, you probably love yeah. all this, don't you, Adam? You shook your head when we said that. Uh... <laughs> Do you like his pantomime theatrics, Adam? Is that what it is? I, I I used to really like him. Uh, it's become a bit hack now. Yeah, I find him fascinating as a character and his background and where he's come from. I find all that extremely interesting. But it's just all this bollocks about lions and sheep he comes out with. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a nonsense. Uh, okay, uh, either of you two got any of the best? Oh, <laughs> Cavani's come on and just missed a sitter from about three yards out. <laughs> um, <laughs> death taxes and. Uh, um, either of you got any other business? No. No. Okay. Uh, Adam, if they want to follow you on Twitter, how do they do that? Uh, Adam, I say 101. Okay, Emmy, you're not on Twitter anymore, so give us your favourite Twitter account and how we follow that. Uh, they should all follow you, Chris. Where do they follow you? Well, they should. No, they shouldn't. Uh, at CHGM77, <laughs> where you get obscure rantings about uh, sort of local government policy towards children's education. And you did show me that video of lots of people jumping into the sea. Yes, that one, yes. Well, you need to be careful of any videos that he shows you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Those people you ran into in the shop that time that were on the hunt for someone. Um, <laughs> uh, we are part of we are Man in the Post, at Man in the Post on Twitter and Instagram, and you can give us a like on Facebook. Uh, we are part of the Man in the Post network, so you have Unusual Efforts, uh, a part of ourselves, that's at Unusual Efforts on Twitter and Instagram. Um, I think they've been recording some sort of Halloween Harry Potter thing. Uh, I'm a fan of neither, so that sort of goes way over my head, but I'm sure the girls have done a great job. Um, uh, Chris and Dave or Ali will be back this weekend. Um, if you've not heard last Sunday's pod, I advise you to check out last Sunday's pod. Uh, Chris has a, Arsenal fan Chris has some sort of 30 minute, uh, I'm not going to say rant, but discussion on... Oh, 
rant, but the word I should really use is rant. It wasn't yeah. a rant. I thought it was, it was more nuanced than a rant, I thought. Or was it just a rant? It was a man having a breakdown. It was, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, any Blackadder fans, he was more or less there with sort of knitting needles up his nose. Um, okay, uh, so you can download us from uh, Apple Podcasts. You can download us from Acast, Stitcher, Spotify from there. You can um, subscribe by liking or following and they'll all automatically fall into your inbox. Uh, and you can leave us a review. Any great reviews we receive uh, are uh, we're more than happy to receive anything like that. So, Adam and Emma, thank you ever so much for joining us. No, You're welcome. And always remember to keep your man on the post.